Welcome, my chingus, to this week in K-pop's live call-in show, Stan K-pop, also known as Stank Pop. This show is live streamed on twitch.tv slash thisweekinkpop every Sunday. The pre-show starts around 2 p.m. Central Time. The real show starts around 3 p.m. Central Time. Um, come join in live and you can uh, call in with your opinions. This is a live call-in show. Or you can just hang out in chat, uh, talk with some amazing K-pop chingus, um, and just enjoy yourself. And enjoy me suffering, uh, which is kind of the theme of the last couple of episodes uh, to call in all i have to do is join a discord channel using the link in the description or that's spammed in twitch chat all the time uh, my lovely mods granger or lemon dropity will help get your mic working uh, we have an faq all sorts of stuff to help you out um yeah this episode we don't have that many callers right now but a lot of people like to stream in as the podcast is going on so uh, it might be a big podcast but we're just going to start with a bang we're gonna start with diggy all right because i need the seo but i also this might be a good song but i don't know um diggy i'm gonna bring you in first here we go hello hello steven how are you doing Hello, I am okay. You know, I'm okay. Doing okay. Could be better. Could be worse. How are you doing? Is it, is it the dread of the wavy song that's meaning it could be a lot better? Uh, you know, a little bit, but I... It's been a couple weeks, and I just haven't found a song that I really liked in quite a while, so, like, I... I need that, you know? I need that to bring me back into like being excited about K-pop. Are you going to be the one to do that for me today? Well, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because I po I posed you a question at the end of last stream, right? Where yes. I was like, oh, name a bad WJSN song. So I thought it would be interesting if I brought their new song Butterfly on to see whether that's still the case. Uh, but at the end of that episode, I was very clear. There was one bad one. It's not the worst song I've ever heard, but it was a bad one, and I never wanted <laughs> I mean, to hear I mean, it. I disagree, but you know, you, you're allowed to have an opinion that's wrong. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. Um, okay. So, yeah, you are bringing in um, WJSN's new song, Butterfly. Let us listen to it, and we'll see where we fall. All right. Here we
says WJSN's a butter why diggy is this a sin or a sting for you uh, for me they've continued their streak this is a big fat fucking stan a big fat fucking stan where does it fall in the uh discography of WJSN for you like up there it's probably middle? it's probably kind of middle maybe slightly lower middle but the ep is like so good that it kind of elevates the single i think but I, I still think this song is really good like the 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 videos kind of boring and kind of low budget but the song itself i really like okay okay um yeah like what about the song do you really like help me understand this is it a is it a big fat fucking stank for you then (laughs) it's not a honestly like i think it's a fine it's an okay song like it's weird to me because like i don't know if wjsn ever had a sound you know it's not like they had like a very clear sound but like i just there's i just hear no personality in this song you know like literally any girl group could have sang this song and it would still be a meh to me. Like, I don't know. I just think it's kind of uninteresting of a song. Um, and I think the music video really didn't help that. I think it accentuated the problem um, of like just being this very mundane experience. <laughs> um, uh, but I didn't hate it. So help so me that understand. that makes a change. Help me understand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I, I, I like regular normal k-pop girl group songs like i don't need everything to be weird and experimental and moody and like bizarre sometimes i just want a normal pretty girl group song performed by pretty girls who can sing and who can dance and who look like they're actually having a good time like to be honest strip it back a bit sometimes something like this is absolutely fine uh like don't get me wrong it's it's not secret it's not um you know the half of this fucking this group's amazing discography <laughs> but it's uh it's still pretty good in general i think for k-pop it might not be up there for wjsn but they're kind of got a really really higher standard than most girl groups yeah i mean i do think that's part of it is like because even even the wjsn quote-unquote kind of like cutesy boring songs like i still think have a presence in a way you know um and even though they're like more like like happy for example which is like you would think would be like up there as a brave sound song not a brave sound song sorry um a black eyed pill song song like is is an okay song right um i don't know i i feel like this is the least interesting one i i think I don't know. Maybe I need to hear it again um, because I truly like I got nothing out of this. And it's weird to me because I'm looking up the producers and the producer is Galactica and and Galacti- Galactica also has made the Itzy songs and I, I just can't understand not that the Itzy song is better. It's very different. Like you said, not every song needs to be like new and out there, you know, like the Itzy songs kind of are, you know? Um, but it's just weird to me that like they're capable of like dala dala, which is like weird, you know. <laughs> uh, but then can also like come out with this, which is to me like 
pretty generic in the grand scheme of things, you know. But yeah. maybe that's why they get a lot of the work though, because they have range. <laughs> where they they can make weird shit, and they can also make normal, standard K-pop Gogo stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I I guess I'm thinking as like, so you are a big WJSN fan, right? Reasonably, like, yeah. Um. Oh. Solhyun like found her squeaky ball. That's not great. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go take that forever. Um, but like for me, it's like you know they've been missing. I guess maybe they weren't the most popular members before the show, right? But like three relatively big popular members, um, and I feel like they haven't had a hit in quite a while, especially in Korea, right? Um. Mm-hmm. And this is like the thing that they come back with. Like I, that's why I think it it feels a B side to me. Which is like, and the music video really I think accentuates that as well. Of like, I remember watching some WJS videos and be like, damn, like, like yeah, that that videos used to be beautiful. Like uh, like secret and like as you wish, yeah, all that kind of thing. You know, la la la, all those look really really pretty. But this was a big step down in like video production. Yeah, and then I'm sure some of it has. I, I, part of me is like, okay, like they spent half the video in this like yellow, over over yellow highlighter lights, you know, because they wanted to be a butterfly. And at the very end of the video, it's bright and it's and you can see people, you know. Um, but like, I just didn't want to spend half the video in this like empty yellow void, you know. I just felt like yeah. it's just kind of. It just doesn't help sell this to me, you know? Um, there was, like, an amazing lack of nature for a song called Butterfly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Bladed or some other people also made a good point, which is, like, I guess it, it, it didn't occur to me, but, like, I do, like, WJSN kind of is synonymous with Summer to me for some reason. Like, I think a lot of their songs are, like, even though maybe they weren't released in Summer, although some of them were, like, they're usually like very upbeat and like, you know. Well, after Boogie like, Up, you're gonna, you're gonna like think that they're summer queens, like they've taken over Sister's mantle, right? Yeah, like not in the exact same way, but like you know that and like Happy or something like that. Um, uh, and this one is like. It's summertime. No, this is kind of like a sleepier, you know. Like this is like the the time in my head I was reserved for like yeah, like a boogie up or or, or something like that. Um, yeah, but. I think maybe maybe the issue is that because their EP is so good, they couldn't pick a single because <laughs> like literally every single song off that EP is great. I've been like playing it to death this week, and <laughs> they could have picked any of them and they would have been solid singles, but. The thing is, they're all just solid singles. They're not like knocking out the park singles. They're really, really good, mm. but they're not like gonna bring in a ton of new fans, I guess. Gotcha. Um, so all of them are good. There's no like one that you would. Is there one that you would suggest that people listen to, or just the whole mini album? Um, it's it's all really good. Um, I think maybe my favorites are like pantomime and trala, but like the whole thing's really, really good. All right. Well, it's called a Neverland, right? Yep. Um, so check it out. Um, I will say though that, like, for a group that 
I mean, it's a gigantic group, so it's no surprise that like there's a lot of pretty girls in it. But like they lost like three really pretty girls, and there are still a lot of really pretty girls. You know, like it's kind of crazy. Absolutely. Um, and like it's so. Is it just me, or does Sola look like way happier this comeback than she usually does, and like way healthier? She's like glowing. She looks amazing. But yeah, they look great. Yeah, I don't know which one that is. Let me see. WJS and Sola. Red hair, very skinny. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So honestly, the whole time I was looking at the short hair, black, the black hair, short haired girl, kind of looks like a cat. I really like cat looking girls in my in my life. I don't, I don't know how to describe cat looking girls. Stephen um, furry exposed. <laughs> uh, no actual details. That's uh, you know that's also why I saw him skit. You know she looks like a fox. I'm just kidding. Uh ooh maybe I have a problem. Um. Anyways, uh, I do, I will listen to it again. I do think this is one of those songs that kind of like, it, it grows on you, you know? Like, I don't think it ever will be like the big summer smash, you know? But like, I think it definitely will grow. And you kind of like how like Hands Up grew on me and stuff like that. Um, yeah, give it, give it a few listens and you'll be singing along without a doubt. I wish, yeah. I wish the backing track was a little more interesting. I feel like. It, it's kind of like un, un, uninteresting of a backing track. And you know how important backing tracks are to me, you know? I want to slap that backing track, but... You need it to be banging ass, as you once said. Yeah, I want the the ass to be banging, not always just the vocals, <laughs> you know? Sometimes you need a fat banging ass. Anyways, uh, thank you <laughs> so much. Uh, or in, maybe it's a tail. Maybe now, now I'm in a tail, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> going into that first owner. Yeah, someone I'm gonna figure out what this girl's name is so I don't have to call her cat eye girl. But um Do you have any shout outs you'd like to give? <laughs> um shout out all the furries like Steven. Um shout out Gachi because her bias solar basically starts off this song by saying Gachi. <laughs> it does. Well yeah, so what is she great. saying? Yeah, like I thought I was like yeah. just for her. <laughs> I really should have left this song for Gachi, to be honest. Like, I'm sorry about that, love. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Cheers, everybody. You're all great. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much, as always. And uh, talk to you next week. Hopefully. All See right. you later, buddy. See you later. All right. Thank you again. That was WJSN's Butterfly. Check out the full album. Um, it's Diggy certified and you know that means something. Uh, let us move on. Uh, I don't want to do AV yet. So we're going to move on to the Moose Jesus for the next song. Uh, Oh, I was going to bring up a whole thing of like, like, where did all the Starship's money go? Do they just not have any money? What's going on here? Anyways, moving on. Hello, Moose. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Uh, how is your day going? Always. I just woke up. So here I am. <laughs> Uh, that's my life too. Um, what song are you bringing to the table this week? It's 17's My My. 
17 is back. It's been a while, right? I feel like it's been a while. It's been far too long, but, you know, they went on tour, and then they stopped, and then the world happened, so. Well, they are back again. I, As always, no earthly idea how I'm going to react to it, but let us see. This is 17's new song, My My. Here we go. is 17's my my uh the moose hey zeus is this the stand first thing to you um it's between a met and a stand probably leading to stand okay um yeah why why is that for you 
I really, really missed like non moody 17 because it looked like they were going in that direction for a while, like with fear and getting closer. And I was just like, I can't do this. Please give me like happy, happy song, happy boys, please, please. Yeah, give me Adore You and Monse 17 back, please. I <laughs> I still yes. want that, you know, even though they haven't done anything like for years and years and years, but. <laughs> Like, yeah. I was begging, like, please do something like Oh My, which was like that summer, like, 8-bit sounding song they did, when they just like, here's my my, and I'm like, okay, well, close enough, I guess. <laughs> like, you have my in there, please. Um, but, so, obviously, it's not a, a super hit for you, so, like, um, is it because this is kind of, like, in this, like, it's not happy, but it's not moody, right? It's, like... But it's not tropical house. It's like yeah. kind of like, you know. It's it's in a very weird area, but it's still not moody boy. So I appreciate it for what it is. Uh, you know, I am there with you in that way, where it's like I'm happy it's not moody boy. Um, but it doesn't mean I like it. You know, like I I think very similarly for different reasons to the. WJSN song like I kind of am apathetic about this song um, it didn't excite me nor did it offend me um, but also like the WJSN song I think the music video is trash it's like extremely bad um, not to say that Moody Boy videos are ever really good but like I don't know I yeah they were obviously in a set and lots of things happening but the, the, I've Minghao said that it's all about them going forward on a journey rather than up, which is why like they're like this weird boat thing going forward rather than you know skyrocketing upwards, which I get because a lot of people forget Seventeen is in like the top three like K-pop boy groups right now, and for the past like two years or so. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true they have. Um... They have a, a lot of songs close to the top 10 in the Gaon chart, which is very hard to do as a boy group anyways. Um, what's with the jam, though? <laughs> what's with the jam and the weird mouth jam that happens for no explicable reason randomly in the music video? Um, it jump scares me every time I watch a music video, not going to lie. Like, maybe it's in the lyrics, but just like, why is there jam? Like, well, <laughs> I don't get Um Anyways, aside from that, like, kind of nitpick, but, like, it's not a nitpick to me because it's, like, why make this thing such a big part of the song if, like, maybe there's some symbolic Tumblr reason, but, like, it's just weird. Um, the, the thing for me is, like, a 17 is known for their dancing, right? Like, that's what they're known for. And this song has, or this music video has almost zero dancing, you know? Um, it is almost entirely just aside from jam uh, uh just cutesy boys looking to the left or cutesy boy looking to the right and and for me it's like oh my, my expectations are different for a 17 video you know and the music video was so far from just a bare minimum of a 17 video for me that i was just i was very disappointed in the video you know i didn't even think about that I don't know why, because I really love Seventeen's dancing too, and mm-hmm. they had like five seconds of it. 
I, mm. Yeah, and a lot of it is just them standing in a formation doing the same dance move. Like, I'm sure they have an entire choreographed thing, of course, right? And I'm sure there's a dance practice video out there, but it's just like, I just don't, for me, right? Like, I am not the target demographic for, like, smiling boy looking at the, you know, even girls. I, I don't even like it when girl groups do it, you know, where it's just a photo shoot rather than a music video. Um, this one was especially egregious to me with the dancing, I felt. Um, almost to the point where they should just call this like boat version, you know, or like story version, you know. Um, I agree. I really don't like the the cutesy like I'm gonna look cute in the camera doing something dumb. Like, like that's my big gripe with also TXT's crown music video. I was like, I'm I'm not 13. I don't I don't need. I just I don't want to look at this kind of cutesy like like pointless stuff like like i guess fan servicey like typical stuff i don't know mm -hmm. how to describe it and it seems like i think from the comments as well like is this the first 17 video officially on big hits channel that is, that is true right yes. yes and it's like or, go ahead go ahead oh, very exciting like a lot of people hate that they're now under big hit but i'm just like we all know Plata sucks. So, like, it's good that Seventeen can, like, do more things now. Yeah. Uh, I think as a Seventeen fan, I'd rather be under something like this. But, I say that as but, but they now they have Big Hit under their umbrella, right? Um, this is their chance to debut to a lot of BTS fans that may or may not have ever liked Seventeen, right? As you said, people forget about them all the time, right? And this is the music video that they come out with first? Like, this one? Like, it's yeah, so bad. I agree. Like, a lot of carrots just... There's, of course, fan wars and stuff between, like, armies and everybody. So, a lot of people aren't excited about Seventeen joining Big Hit, which I completely understand. But, like, armies pride themselves as being, as being, like, solo stands. So it's just, like, if you just ignore them, like, it'll be fine. True. Um, I, yeah, no, I, I guess what, what I'm coming from is, like, all of that is, like, insane. I'm just saying, like, as a 17, whatever their boss is, right? <laughs> like, I, I don't know if, like, how it entirely worked. Like, did they buy all of Pletus, or is it like still like a solo entity? They're just under the umbrella of Big Hit, but like whoever's in charge of Seventeen and making the Seventeen decisions, whether it's an ex Pletus person or a big new Big Hit person, like that person should be immensely aware of the fact that this is their chance to gain a lot of new fans because we're going to be we're now on the same label as BTS, right? Like we need to be extra careful, extra strategic, extra anything. Um. Even the members should be aware of that for, in my head, you know, because I know the members uh, make a lot of their songs, right? Um, and in yeah, my I head, agree, in classic kind of Korean form, they just kept doing what they wanted to do and didn't give a shit about anything. <laughs> They're just like, eh. Now I'm just, I'm just really hoping that the title track is like, because I think this is a pre-release mm. and the title track is in like a week or some change. Okay. So I'm really hoping that is like the best, like the best with a capital B, like, please, please knock it out of the park. Cause 
something something needs to happen there. Okay, uh, that makes more sense then that this is the pre-release, you know. Um, but don't get me started. Okay, I well maybe get me started, but like what? I just don't understand pre-releases. I just don't understand the idea of pre-releases sometimes because it's like, like this is your chance to get people's attention. So if your pre-release is not good, people aren't going to tune in to the real release. You know, like the like if your trailer is not good, people aren't going to go watch the real movie. You know, like I just don't understand uninspired yeah. pre-releases. Just don't release it. Just save it for after. <laughs> save it for second. Yeah, because Seventeen, they do have, like, pre-release, and they have title tracks, and then they'll just drop, like, a random music video for a popular B-side. So, like, I guess it's something to tide us over, and it's pretty good. Sometimes their pre-releases have nothing to do with the title track, which is weird, too. Mm. I... Yeah, that, sorry, I'm just looking through their discography and I was just like, oh man, remember remember Q&A? Man, what a great song. Remember Vonse? Um, I just listened to Q&A the other day and I was like, man, what happened? Even like something like Don't Wanna Cry, which is kind of moody, but like, I don't know, I always felt like 17 songs had an angle. Like it had an angle, sometimes good, sometimes bad, or maybe not all of them, but I feel like a lot of them had an angle. Um, home, I still listen to Home sometimes. It has the you know the reverse drop, which I know some people don't like, um, but it's grown on me a lot. There's always an angle, and not to harp on this song that much, being a pre-release song, but like there's just no angle here, you know. Um, but, anyways, I'm excited. I guess to see if they're a real song. Um, hopefully, they have a big old budget and. Uh, you know, great ass music video. Cause I do want to say I though, I, I didn't mention the actual song. I didn't think we, I talked about the actual song too much, but like there are parts in the song that I'm like kind of enjoy, you know, it's one of those songs where like, they're not really picking a tone, you know, like they're kind of, it's not like crazy Frankenstein-y, but it is not a consistent sound. Um, and for me, like a fun, tropical house ish song like you need consistency because you need a groove you know um and i just never could groove for too long in a song but anyways yeah there's a lot of ups and downs and weird things and like maybe it just showcases that members type of like sound because woozy has that one part and dk has that one part where it's like vocals and then vernon's part with the jam it's like that's his style because it's weird weird rap stuff so maybe that's what they were trying to go for but it was still like you know hey chill let's you know jam out a little bit it's not a skip for me so yeah i'm still gonna download it i think it might be a decent like backgroundy song you know like definitely didn't hate it um if anybody ever figures out why there's a talking jam please let me know i want to know why like, was that like one of the BTS or not? B oh, fuck. I just fucked it up. Uh, well, How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, one of these 17 members was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if the jam talked? You know, like, whose idea was that? Vernon. Vernon. 100% Vernon. Is <laughs> he like a weirdo? He's out there. Yes. Right. <laughs> he's like, I got a great idea. I'm going to spend all this time making this jam in this trailer. And I wanted to talk to me because I... Like it's so fucking weird. It's just a vibe. I'm just saying. 
Um, well, that's a weird vibe, you know, and that's from a furry apparently. So, um, anyways, closing thoughts, uh, Moose, uh, that you'd like to give shout outs, all that good stuff. Uh, shout out to Gachi for suffering with me yesterday. Cause we were trying to watch a concert and had to go through at least 20 links to enjoy ourselves for five minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you enjoyed yourself? Yes, very much so. All right. Well, um, you know, if you ever want to thank Gachi, you know exactly what to say into the mic. But, you know, maybe it should just be her. That says, I don't know. Her and uh, some Sola, I guess, from WJSN. Um, I'll have that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you so much, as always, for calling in. And uh, hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Again, that was 17's My My. Let us move on. Might as well. Might as well move it to the Gachi Galileo. You were called. And now you must answer. Gachi. Here we go. Hello. Hello, hello. It's Gachi. <laughs> wow, you really it sounded so natural. It's like you were practicing that, you know, in the mirror maybe for a while. Um, Just once or twice. I wouldn't say a while. All right. Well, you need like a secondary tagline, you know? You need like a secondary like whisper into the you know, into the mic tagline, or it could be like a DJ Khaled just shout into the mic. Um, yeah, I'd love to jump scare everyone early in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, just in the middle of anything, just just random, be like, "Gotcha!" Yes! Or I don't know, I don't know why I said that. All right, let us move on because "Gotcha!" Yes is just bad. Um, <laughs> what song are you speaking of bad? What song are you bringing to the table this week? Oh, wow, wow. Let's at least listen first. I mean, come on. So technically, um, this is Diggy's fault, if you hate it, because I was going to do WJSN, but I figured everyone else kind of wanted to do it. So instead, as the representative NCT stan, I have brought you Wavy, the new Wavy song. All right. Well, Ooh. before we get to Wavy, since you you were going to bring it, what did you think about the um, WJSN song? I liked it a lot, actually. Um, I think you're right. It's something that kind of grows on you more the more that you listen to it. It's just kind of really pleasant. I don't think it's like a smash hit like, you know, um, like Secret or, you know, even Boogie Up or Happy. But the last couple of singles are just really nice if you play them through. And the, the album is great. Double cosign on that one. So they just they just make music that is just pleasant to my ears. So I really enjoy it. All right. Cool. Um Okay, so back to the new song. So there, this is Wavy, which is the like Chinese subunit, sort of of NCT, right, or something like that. Yeah, it's the Chinese, technically the Chinese unit of NCT, but for some reason, I think because of the the Thad thing, they decided to not brand it specifically as NCT. Gotcha. Um, so what you're saying is you're going to make me listen to not only Moody Boy song, but a Chinese Moody Boy song. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course I am. Oh, 
It's my branding, Stephen. You got it. All right. I mean, you tr- you got to stick with the branding. I I appreciate. It. I appreciate it. Um, might be surprised. I might be surprised. I don't know. I am a Chinese person, but I have never liked a Chinese too. song in my life. Me too. So uh, <laughs> I I know Alex. it's kind of blasphemous, but like I think the Chinese language is very ugly and is not good for songs. But that's just it me. depends. Just I me. mean. There's some XOM songs that I really liked and some Super Junior M songs that I thought were pretty good. But I think that was because of the people in the song doing the vocals and stuff. But that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. Um, I mean, it makes sense, you know. Um, but yeah, maybe this is the greatest song of all time. Here it is. This is Wavy's Turn Back Time. Here we go. So 
That was Wavy's Turn Back Time. Gachi Galileo, is this a stan or a sang for you? Uh, it's a stan, Steven. She said through gritted teeth yet again. Uh, so of the songs that you've brought, you know, which I can't remember all of them. Like, where does this fall on, on, on like the stand meter? You know, like, is this like one of the like biggest stands for you? Or is this like middling stand for you? You know, like, where does it fall in the, in this, in this grand scheme? I'd say the, I mean, I didn't get to bring, um, the, my number one, unfortunately, because work, but in the ranking of NCT singles, I think it's kick it is first, then probably this one actually, and then riding and then punch because punches while I enjoy it for weird reasons. It's still the worst one. Okay. Sorry. I'm just reading some of these comments. I don't know if this is like a meme, but it's just like, Kun, best boy, 10, best boy, win-win, best boy, Lucas, best boy. <laughs> best boy. How can, like... how can everyone be the best boy? I don't understand <laughs> K-pop. Um, and but there's like different versions of it. It's like ten handsome, couldn't handsome, win win handsome. Like I, I, but I just don't. It's just funny to me. Anyway, you can't clear the searches in a YouTube comment section. This isn't Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um. So of those four songs you mentioned, I truly don't remember any of the songs. I only remember my feeling to some of those songs because I've struck those songs from my mind. Um. I think this is the best one. It doesn't make it a good song to me. But this is definitely, definitely better than Kick It and Punch. By, I would say, a wide margin. More, I mean, Punch is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. So definitely better than I can't remember Kick It that much. I think Kick It was bad, but kind of cringy. But it wasn't like bad, bad, bad. Like Punch was bad, bad, bad. Um, I don't know what it was about Kick It. I still can't explain it. It was just so much fun. I don't know. That's the only way I can describe it. It was just fun. Yeah. I mean, I I don't understand why that's fun. <laughs> but like, I mean, I, I can understand that you like it because it's fun, right? To you, right? Um, like, I think this song actually has a good chorus. Like, th there is an actual song in here as opposed to I just... I'm really thinking about Punch because that was the most recent one. But, like, I, there is no song to me in Punch. It's just, like, noise fucking my ear hole. Um, but, like, this one actually does kind of have a song in there. I think that you do need to get through a lot of sing-talking. And, like, I normally don't like sing-talking. And, and for me, as mentioned earlier, I think Chinese sing-talking is extra bad to me because Chinese is kind of a language where you need – it. it each letter is very distinct, you know? So it, like, makes this kind of, like, sing-talking, like, extra I don't like. Um, but that's a personal thing. Um, but there is an actual kind of song in there. I think that in the backing track, they choose one of the most annoying sounds. Um, I think it occurs maybe, like, in a fourth of the song, where it's just this kind of, like, high pitch, like, and, like, that really bothers me. Um so this is never going to be a stand for me, but like I will settle for a better than expected. Um, and yeah. yeah, just better than better expected. Than yeah. I mean, I tried to lower the bar so low that we could get like a semi-positive reaction, you know? I'm yeah. playing the long game here. 
But even then, like, I, I do think that, like, if somebody were to like this song, me personally, I'd be like, I kind of get it. Like, I kind of get, I kind of get this one. Um, I, I, they are still trying way too hard. <laughs> they are still like this, the, everything is just way too hard, but I can get it. So, um, maybe you've successfully lowered my standards enough that I am semi on board this song. Yeah. I think I've come to terms with the fact that I mean, one that I'm mostly attracted to people through aesthetics only. And um, my personal aesthetic, for some reason, seems to be just like pretty boys rolled in the gutter. And so like, I'm just, you know, this is for me. This whole visual setting is for me, which is probably why I'm the queen of this moody boy shenanigans, because I enjoy it for some reason. Visually, love it. Um, But to agree with your point, like the chorus, I actually really did enjoy the chorus. I think there's... NCT does like this really good vocal layering production and a lot of in like bits of the songs, which I think kind of draws people in from the noise. But um, I can't help but wonder if like this would be better if 127 did it, because as much like Wavy has good vocalists, but I think NCT uh, 127 has vocalists whose tones I prefer a lot more. And I would actually kind of love to hear them tackle that chorus. Yeah, whatever happened to like, I think that was an EXO thing that they gave up because of the whole China thing, but like having a Korean version and a, a Chinese version of the same song, you know, like I kind of would like to hear uh, to your point. I don't know if NCT 127 is the right group or whoever's the right group, but like maybe hearing it in Korean might be better to me in my head, but. I mean, they did that. They did that with Wavy's first single. Wavy's first single was the Chinese version of a one two seven song called "Regular," and then they did also the Chinese version of one of my favorite NCT uh, B sides called "Comeback," which actually "Regular," funnily enough, sounds the best in Chinese for some reason. I don't know why that is, but maybe because the English and Korean versions were just not for me. But I definitely agree with you on the the rap parts being really weird in Chinese just because of the cadence of the language and listening to like come back in Korean versus Chinese from Mark's rap to, I think uh, Yang Yang's or one of them. Um, it just sounds kind of different and a little bit off putting in Chinese for some reason. Yeah. I, I, it's kind of a tangent, but like, I still don't know why I, it's, I still don't know why there's not more cross pollinization between groups in the same company. You know, SM I think is a good example, but like, like I just don't get why. Like, why can't we get a single? It's like the same song, quote unquote, in theory, but there's a guy version of it and a girl version of it. You know, like, like just take the same melodic line, but like change it to a guy. Like, I just don't understand why there's not more of that thing. Because for me, that that's kind of interesting to me, which is like. I want to hear like a guy version of, I don't know, song A, but also a girl sexy version of song B or a man sexy version of B, but a fun girl version of B. You know, like, you know, maybe not you know, the maybe exact not. same song in Chinese and the exact same song in, 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 in Korean, but like, I, I, I do wish that more of that happened. And I just don't know why that doesn't happen. But, I mean, you know. not to not to road to kingdom again all over the podcast but i mean i do like hearing like boy groups cover like 
girl group songs and things like that, which they've been doing a lot on Kingdom. And I think mm-hmm. that it's been, you know, really interesting to see how they take the arrangements of that song and like, you know, make it like boy group sounding, but also like just, you know, staying true to the original piece. So, yeah, I agree with you there. They definitely need to do more of that. Yeah. Like to me, that just screams. If you like this group, you'll automatically check out in your own company, another group, right? Because they're singing that song, you know, like it's just kind of like a no brainer to me, but uh, you know, I got no brain. So who knows? Um, I will say that I have like paused this music video on, let me show it on stream. But this like biker gang type aesthetic, like it definitely does. I I forgot who said it in chat. Um, I'm trying to scroll up. Um, but like, it it definitely looks like, like little boys and like their dad's futuristic biker. I don't know. It's just something about this. that just looks, I, I don't get it. They, they don't look sexy at all, but you know, I I just don't get it. I mean, like the aesthetic is for me. I don't know why. Like if, like they were saying like, you know, um, in chat that they need to be more muscular dudes if they're going to be in chains and for, it's not for me. I, I, but I don't like muscular dudes in general, but you know, again, aesthetics, it's only aesthetics. And I like the yeah. prettier boys. the best. I can, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think you need muscles for that. Um, because as you said, I do think that like, I think it was me kind of talking about the, the, what were those two solo guys that did like super sexy solo guy singles where for me, it's like, 90 pound guys like trying to be like super sensual like you know i don't that woosock song yeah 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 um like i don't get that like maybe if they you know but like i I feel like that kind of like wet noodle sexy is kind of like this as well right which is like you don't it's like it's like wet noodles dressed in uh biker gang Wow, you you've nailed it, Steven. You've nailed my personal aesthetic. Wet noodle sexy. I'm gonna use that from now on. Thank you. Uh you're welcome. You know, I, if I could pull it off wet noodle, I would do it. But you know, I'm kind of a thick boy, so um and you know, before someone's like, you know, understand like I definitely know what I like because I spend a lot of time looking at dudes' bodies sometimes, and it's like, damn, those some of these dudes are besides the point. Um, thank you so much for uh arguably the best uh song you've brought in a while for me so thank you for that um what about in flying steven you didn't like that one oh is that you all right well i sorry i should say song of this style of this style they're not moody boy style you know they're they're uh although in flying do i like that song I mean, whatever. I think, you know, we're talking about moody boys. We're talking about moody. We're talking about people. We're talking about wet noodle boys. Although there was one scene where the guy wasn't wearing shoes and I was like, it was just like bare feet and, and it was shot from the bottom. And I was like, I don't like that. I know some people like that, but I don't like feet are some of like the grossest things to me. And I was like, Ugh. yeah, same. No feet, no feet. Put yeah. your fucking shoes on. Especially he's like standing on like a clear thing so they can shoot underneath. I'm like, uh, that's first. That's there for somebody. That's there for somebody. Um, for the Patreon content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Any uh, shout outs and uh, closing thoughts or anything you like to give? 
Um, yeah, just, you know, shout out to Diggy and Moose for the shout outs. I feel special and loved and I love you guys. And you're wonderful. And um, also um, vote for ONF for Road to Kingdom. Damn it. Stream these YouTube things. We need to win. We need to win. All right. Um, thank you so much. How many more episodes of Road to Kingdom is there left? I believe the live finale ends this week. It airs this week. So we'll see what Mnet pulls this time. I think it, I think it's going to be the boys and ONF. I think they'll both make it. Quote me on that if it happens, but we'll see what happens. All right. Cool. Um, thank you so much, as always, for calling. And until the next Wet Noodle Boys track, I will uh, talk to you then. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was again Wavy's Turn Back Time Rewind, which I guess rhymes, sort of. Uh, moving on. Got a couple more callers here. Let us move to, let's keep it with the big names. I feel like we got to do all the big names first, so that is going to be Benji. Who's got the biggest name of all names. Benji, you're going to be on next. Hello. Hey, Steven. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for calling back. Um, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Cool. Uh, what song are you bringing to the table this week? So this week, uh, some people may not know it, but J-Hope, who was famous for Chicken Noodle Soup, is part of a group called BTS. And this week I have their song, We Are Bulletproof the Eternal. Well, I did not know he was in a boy group. Wow, that's uh, brand new news to me. Is this like behind the scenes group really good or are they bad? I mean, it's hit and miss. They've got a few fans, but their fans are super loyal. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, chicken noodle soup just came out of nowhere, right? Like blew up. Yeah. Chicken noodle soup. Enough said. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is this part, what is this uh, 2020 BTS? N not a fiesta, but a festa. What is this festa? Uh, from my understanding, it's their seven year anniversary. Okay. <laughs> is that what Fe is let me Google Festa. Oh, is Festa actually is it actually oh okay. Then what is Fiesta? I put in Festa and it says that's party. Oh, it's Italian, not Spanish. Okay. Um that makes sense. That makes sense. Um in a weird way. Uh okay, so this is kind of like a seven year anniversary type song. Cool. All right. Well, let us listen to it and uh, we'll go from there. So this is BTS's The Eternal.
We are bulletproof the eternal. Benji, if you can still hear me, is this a stand or a stank for you? Honestly, when I first heard this one, I got a little bit choked up. Uh, it's super powerful to me. This is the biggest stand of the year so far, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Are you a huge uh, BTS fan in general? Or just a chicken noodle you soup fan? Uh, chicken noodle soup originally brought me in. Yes, that's true. Um, I have been a fan of theirs. There's been songs I didn't like, songs I did like, but I never really considered myself ARMY until listening to this and kind of feeling that strong message they're sending out. Okay. Um, yeah, it, I do want to separate the idea of the song and the actual song um, for me personally, but like, I do really think this is a really cute um, or very powerful, I think, anniversary type song. Uh, you know, I don't, I feel like I don't recognize all of the, um, the imagery of it, but it does seem like they're kind of looking back on themselves from seven years ago and like revisiting a lot of their big, uh, music videos and, and things like that. Right. Um, yeah. And that was kind of a cool shout out, but what really hooked me is like the lyrics. Uh, if you look at the English subtitles, uh, it's basically just them saying, you know, we started out, we were just seven kids. We were just uh, having a hard time in this cutthroat industry. And slowly we got to know and got to build our relationship with this incredible fan base. And for the most part, it's just a really, really nice call out to the fans to say, hey, we're here. We care about you. We got your back. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we, we are, we are uh, not seven with you, you know, like I get it. Um, and I like all that. I really do. I like all that, um, sentiment, um, you know, and I think in the also, grand scheme, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Also, I was going to say that the first time I heard this, I didn't see the video with it. And all I could think about was at the end of the movie, the never ending story where you think everything is lost and everything's dark. And then all of a sudden here comes Falcor flying by and, and you see all your friends from before and you know everything is going to be okay. I, I think that, you know, 100%, like I think whoever made this video, it seems like it was produced by DigiPetty, um, which is kind of interesting, but the, the animation, I think also uh, the animation studio did a really, really good job. Like, um, like, I, I like all that stuff. Like, I think that it, as opposed to the last couple of music videos we watched, like, this music video really elevates, I think, that feeling, right? Um, the feeling of seven long years, the feeling of them loving the fans, the all of that stuff, I think, is really good. Um, I think the song is, like, whatever, because, like, it's not really about the song in this case, right? It's really about the message that they're sending and the... The thankfulness, right? So, like, I, I don't really yeah, feel like sure. talking that much about this. I think the song is like very sim like symptomatic of of their recent songs, you know, of just like a little too much overkill on the auto tune, you know, a little too much of a lot of things. Um, but the feeling is what's most important. I think they did a very good job of that, and the music video helped a lot. Yeah, can I tell you a little story about why this is so touching to me? Of course. 
Okay, so when I was a child, there was a period of time in which I was uh, in a new home, a new school, and very lonely. And the only thing that really helped me get through it was the fact that I had a pen pal. And I think that the relationship that I had with my pen pal was very similar to how a lot of fans' relationships with their favorite groups are. And that is, they're very inflated and they're very uh, sentimental. But I think what BTS was doing here was calling that out and saying that this relationship is not just one-sided, it's reciprocal. And uh, I think that was really, really nice that they did that. And I think that the feelings you get from those types of relationships, even though the relationship itself is conflated and not really realistic, the feelings you get are very valid and real. Yeah, I think that's wonderfully said. Um, especially K-pop, right? Which is like your fandom, is, you know, to the nth degree, right? Like the feeling of I know you and I, you're with me is to the nth degree, you know? Um you know, I think that's one of those feelings that, like, I just don't have anymore. You know, I've, I've never really been a person to, like, invest that much of myself in other people, you know, um, to, to both my my life's, you know, uh, dissatisfaction and whatnot. So, like, me personally, I have never felt like this way with a K-pop group, despite my love for, like, you know, the Wonder Girls for so long, you know. Um so I, yeah, I feel you, Stephen, and I got to agree that for the most part, I have been very jaded in my uh, music listening, and it takes quite a bit for something to touch me like emotionally, but this song did it, and I know there's a song out there for you that'll do the same thing. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I, you know, I, my only push pushback in my way is like, I just wish the song was better, <laughs> but like I... But like, because I don't have those feelings, you know, like I just don't, you know, there are some songs out there where like, I just, when I hear it, I can feel it. Like, I don't need to know what they're talking about. I don't need to know. I don't need to know what they're saying, but like, I can feel their emotions in the song. And like, I don't feel that from this song, you know, like, I think that's why the music video is so important to this and why. Like obviously, it's you're gonna feel this way if you are an army and you and you, you love everything that they do, right? But I'm just talking about like, in general, like I think that's what I don't personally think this song is that powerful because without that knowledge, you know. But I think that's a very rare thing. I think it's incredibly rare to have a song where you just like fucking feel that shit and you don't need to know anything about that person, you know. Um. I don't know if this oh, is a yeah, great absolutely. reference, but like sometimes I'll listen to like I'll hear like an Ed Sheeran song and I'm like, holy fucking shit. I can feel this motherfucker's pain. Yeah, he also makes kind of like some poppy trash things. But like I think that's what makes Ed Sheeran so great is because I'm like, oh my God. And like I don't think this song gets there, but I just wanted to put that put that in there, you know. I'm the same way with Ed Sheeran songs. <laughs> Honestly. And if I may make a recommendation of a song that will really like bring you back and bring back those feelings that you used to feel with the Wonder Girls and with all your favorites, uh, I would recommend the song called Chicken Noodle Soup. I think that'll just totally restore your, your hope in humanity. 
just like real chicken noodle soup, right? When you're feeling down and you're feeling sick, right? You need that. Mm, Breach. It's it's full circle. It's full circle. Uh, (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your, uh, um, well, your story, you know, your personal story, your, uh, your love of noodle soups. Is it like a wet, is it like a wet noodle soup? Uh, I guess it's a little wet noodle. Um, the beauty of it is you can eat it wet or dry. That it you've, you, we've, uh, we've stumbled on something. We've stumbled on something, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Well, thank you so much, um, as always. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to, I guess they release a lot of stuff, right, for this Festa? Or at least I see a lot of things in my recommended relating to this 2020 thing. Um, oh, I guess a lot of them are just, like, behind-the-scenes videos. Um, yeah, that's right. Yep. God, man, it's been seven years. That's crazy. Uh, all right, well. Do you have any closing thoughts you'd like to give uh, or any uh, awesome references, you know? I wanted to shout out Diggy this week because he is like the lovable Darth Vader of the comments section. The lovable Darth Vader? Like he'll choke you out, but like be cute about it or? Yep. And super spicy the whole time. All right. All right. Um, you know, the scene in, um, wait, what, what, well, my brain is not working today. You know, the, uh, the prequel star Wars movie. And at the very end is like that long extended fight scene of Darth Vader, like being a total fucking badass. Um, what movie is that? Fuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, me. I know what you're talking about for sure. Somebody help me. Anyways, I just want somebody to edit that Darth Vader scene, uh, but to chicken noodle soup, you know, <laughs> Rogue One. There it is. Rogue One. Just that awesome Darth Vader scene at the end. And it's just chicken noodle soup the whole time. Um, someone has I think any it would have made case. it a much, much better movie for sure. Yeah. And it just cuts to the uh, the the credits and it's just the music video playing. Right? Amazing. I'm in tears just thinking about it. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll leave you in tears as I often leave many people. And I will uh, talk to you uh, next time. All right. Keep it real, Steven. Thank you so much. As always, Benji. Bye. All right. That was BTS's We Are Bulletproof colon The Eternal. Let us move on to the next caller. Still got quite a few, actually. Let us go to Akio Sushi. Akio Sushi, you will be next. Hello. Hello. Hello, Akio. How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing well. I'm just like literally trying to stay cool-ish. Um, it's hot, hot in it? Arizona. 
as yeah. I always say. It's like 108 right now. Yikes. So, Yikes. How, yeah. how much so is I like your AC bill? My house. Like a Dude, month. It's, it like triples in the summer. So it's like, it's just insane. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've gotten used to living at like 78 to 79, but it's like a little bit too warm for me technically. So. Ooh, okay. That's very so, Asian, yeah. you know, like. Seriously. Uh, you know, I'm like blasphemous to my parents because I keep my apartment at like 78, you know, uh, but mm-hmm. then I'll go over to like some white people's houses and it's like, oh man, I got 73. It's like, how the fuck do you, how much money are you spending? You know, but nowadays yeah, the smart thermometers, I make it a lot cheaper, I think for a lot of people, but um, anyways. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. But um, yeah, we're not here to talk about my um, escaping from the heat. Um, but yeah, it could be. We're here to talk about anything you want to talk about. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what song are you using to escape the heat this week? Um, I so there's two options. Uh, I guess I can never decide. So for me, I, I'll leave it up to you. Um, one of them is Momoland's new song "Starry Night," and the other one is this random like. <laughs> A uh, debut of like a boy group called Elast, I think, and it's called Swear. Um, and oh yeah, so there's so there's that. Um, I think they're both like, I think Elast is pleasantly surprising considering all the boy group stuff that's been coming out. And is like it's refreshing because we haven't had like a, well, it, it's like city pop, so or somewhat similar to city pop. So it's something that like we just talked about last week. And so, yeah, and I always like that genre. So, uh, both are easy, okay for me. And so, uh, well, let yeah. me uh, take advantage of actually being streaming this live and put up a poll. There's a poll right now. We'll just oh let gosh. other people <laughs> choose. I put Elast or Momoland. Um, <laughs> wow. Cause I can't pick like, normally I probably would pick Momoland, but like, this looks like a. It's called Starry Night. It's fucking June right now. Like, what's? I don't, don't want to listen to a. I don't know <laughs> if it is a Christmas song, but like, it seems like it's probably a Christmas song. You don't name your thing oh. Starry Night. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, it's not Christmassy though, to be fair. Oh, it's not Christmassy. Well, they done fucked no. up. All right, they, they done fucked up. Um, <laughs> but so I'll leave it to the thing. Um, give it a couple seconds. Although it is even right now oh wow someone tie break all right we got a couple more votes coming in and now it is still even <laughs> oh no uh, <laughs> no somebody else vote. you can choose steven that means that you should oh, choose sassy kimchi comes out oh and the moose comes out and here we go it is mobile land pulling ahead I'll give it 10 okay. more seconds just in case, <laughs> you know. All right. It doesn't seem like any mo- ones are coming in. All right. So we will be talking about Momo land. Here we go. This is a special right. video. I'm assuming cause it's like not part of an album or anything or. Yeah. They, I don't know. I think it's not like a full comeback. It's called like a special album or whatever. So there's like, I don't know, like three songs on the album and. Yeah, but it's not a full. All right. Um, so, yeah, let us listen to this song. And it's called It's Momoland with their song Starry Night. Here we go. Starry, starry night. 
왠지 어둡지만은 않아 별빛이 거릴 가득 채우니 너와 나 우리 저만치 날아올라 유난히 따스해지는 기분 내 마음속 작은 틈새로 울리는 네 목소리 솔직히 나도 알고 있었겠지만 사실은 그보다 많이 좋아해 분주한 이 도시 속에서 내게 닿을 수 있게 Come closer, closer Come closer, closer, yeah 저기 우주보다 더 커지는 이 감정은 이 순간 내게 전하 Momoland's Sorry Night. Um, is that a stand or a sink for you, Akio Sushi? It's weird because I'm sitting in chat and literally, I swear, when I heard it, the vocal thing was so. The voice was so. But this time. Uh,. I think you're lagging a little bit because you do actually sound like Darth Vader right now. I don't. Um, I don't. Hello, is that better? Oh, it is better. It is a little bit better. Uh, okay. So I did not hear anything you just said. <laughs> uh, you're good. Um, um, can you hear me now, though? No, you're good. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. My internet's been really laggy and strange. So. <laughs> uh, 
this always happens where like <laughs> it's like when you weren't saying anything that you wanted to say it was perfectly fine but right the timing you know right when you wanted to say something the robot just like instantly turns on it's like the perfect comedic timing there uh, <laughs> i just find the timing funny oh. <laughs> i didn't I hear know. anything i didn't hear anything <laughs> No, I can't. No, it's pretty robotic right now. It's pretty robotic right now. <laughs> I just think the timing timing's great. Um maybe you're doing some stuff uh to fix it. If it never works out, I think it's totally okay. Um maybe you can call in later on or next week. But at least for me, cuz it's all about me. Um, and I also need to waste some time here. Um, I think a, a lot of people in chat were saying very similar things, which is like the mixing of this song is like bonkers. Um, it's like very heavily vocal sided. Um, and the vocal is like really, really not there. <laughs> Like, it's like one of those songs where everything's up he up high, you know? All the voices are way up high. Um, the the tone that they use, especially for Sorry Night, is just kind of grating, and it kind of hurts my ears. Um, but, like, there's a song in here. Um, like, I love... Like one of my favorite songs is, like, um, it's called We it's by the... Before they were pristine, but the pristine girls. I forgot what it, the name they used before that. Um, but like that type of like cutesy ballady, like ha happy song. Like I love that stuff. Um, Pletus girls. Yes. Pletus girls. Um, like we is like one of, I love that song. Uh, and like, this has like hints of that song. It has hints of, of we, um, but the mixing is just trash fire. Also, the music video, like, the girls don't even look like they want to be there. They don't even look, they look awkward. They look weirdly not even into the what they're doing. I'm sure it's not their fault. I'm sure this was, this honestly feels like they had two seconds to prepare and they were like, ah, shit. Um, uh, they just didn't even look that happy to be there. Like, I think overall it was just a weird package. Um, Aki, are you, is the internet better? Hello. Hello? Kind of. Hello? Yeah, it's a little. Go, quickly. What are your thoughts? Uh-oh. Um, well, hello, Glimmer Twin. Uh, yeah, before they were pristine, I think they released a song or two under Pletus Girls or something like that. Um... Okay. Is it Rummy or no? <laughs> it's like in and out. Yeah. It's like in and out. Ah. It's okay. I'm sorry, Akio Sushi. Uh maybe next time maybe I said Yeah, maybe next week we can we <laughs> you can counter anything that I've had to say here. Um I don't think it's a bad song. I think that it's a very rushed product. And I think that um, 
you can tell in all parts. You can tell via the production. You can tell by the music video. You can tell by the girls' faces. But it is meant to be this. I think it said in the comments, it's just a present, one of those present songs. Um, it gives disco vibes. I don't get that at all, Michelle, whoever you are in the YouTube comments. Um, but yeah, this is just sort of for a fun thing. Akio says that um, she does agree for the most part. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, all she has to say is that uh, she swears it sounded better upon first listen. Uh, maybe it does sound better not on YouTube, you know? Um, and yeah, Akio says that the mixing is super grating. Um, and it is, yeah. Like some of the notes that they choose to hit is just still a little like, oh gosh. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Um, uh, Anna Flies, are you also going to give up on calling in? I guess you are also because your internet is lagging. Um, are you sure Anna Flies? But I'm going to move you out, Akio Sushi. I'm so sorry, Internet is having issues. Maybe we can figure it out for next week. Um, yeah, are you sure, Anna Flies? We can try it. But, you know, it's all good. Um, let us then go to the last caller of the episode. Or, Anna Flies, people are pressuring you. You know the chat are great peer pressurers. Some of the best peer pressurers of all time. Um, all right, next week. That's totally cool. Um, Vagranesque, it is your turn. The last caller of the episode. Here we go. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Am I good? Can you hear me? I can hear you. It, it is still ASMR mode, but you know, it's all good. Um, how are you doing this morning? Yeah, it's still cold as, but I'm, I'm just trying to remix the mic so that you don't have to turn me up as much, but I don't know. That's okay. Um, what uh, lovely song are you bringing in for this episode? Uh, well, it's a good thing that you've been on fire today. You seem like you're with it. Uh, because you're gonna need to focus. We're doing a double. We're doing a double, a double song. All right. Uh, introduce it for me if you can. So this is Hayes, uh, and for some reason she's decided to promote her new mini album with two songs in one music video. It is called Lyricist, and then Things Are Going Well. I don't know how we're gonna do this. Is this like a double poll or something? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um interesting. Uh yeah, so let's just do an overall package, Stan or Stank. I think that's fine, you know? It's whatever. I don't want to mess with it. I don't want to mess with it. Um so let's do it. <laughs> let's listen to it. This is Hayes's, I guess, double music video in the same music video. Um the first song is called Lyricist, and the second song is called Things Are Going Well. Let's listen.
던져줄 받은 듯해 들려주고 싶지 아마도 써야만 
lyricist and things are going well of Agronesque. Is this a stan or a stank? Is one stankier or stanier than the other? How do you feel? I do prefer the second one, I think. Um, but it is overall a stan, Stephen. All right. Um, why, uh, why is that? I just like more of the bounce that the second one brings in, and I love that transition in the music video, and suddenly it's all red. and um, Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I mean, they're both Hayes doing Hayes voice stuff, which is like incredible. But yeah, I just like a bit more bounce. Uh, yeah, I, I actually think that like the first song is like, it's really, it's just all just like about her singing, right? Like the backing track is like, yeah, you know, it's like piano-y. And like, I feel like I've heard that backing track a thousand times in my life, right? feels like uh when you're in like a jazz bar or something and and it's like the warm-up you know song kind of to get you into the next one which is might be why that they double book these songs you know um yeah just put the second one out as a single but no yeah and the second song does have like in more of an actual backing track right an actual band kind of just shows up and it's like oh yeah you know um I think uh, someone said in chat, like, oh, I think it was a Glimmer Twin who was like, oh, this song is missing something, the first song. And then when the second song started, they were like, oh, this is that thing, you know, that it's missing. And, like, I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, personally, I think that there is a third or a second thing missing, and that's um, a chorus slash hook. All right. Um, Like, there is no real chorus slash hook here. It's just kind of her singing to me. Um, there's nothing that like is catchy, which is, it's not what the song I think is meant to be. Um, but I also think that's like both of these songs sound like warm up songs to me, you know, like warm up for the big, you know, push. Um, and there just isn't a push here. Um, I gotcha. I gotcha. I see it. I see it. Yeah. they, They are the first, literally the first and second tracks of the album. Um, and there's another three after this. So it does um, give you a bit of a, a window into the flow of the album. It does build. Um, but yeah, it's not like it goes like much higher energy than this. But yeah, it's got a, a flow to it, like a bell curve to it. Gotcha. So is the whole album kind of this style, which is like very stripped down kind of. I don't even want to say R&B. I think it's I mean, it's more ballady than. I don't know. I'm trying to think of Hey songs and like Hey songs usually have a stank to it. You know, they, a lot of the better ones have a fucking, uh there, you know? Um, but neither of these two songs have anything to me, you know? Um, no, I feel it. Um, yeah, the, it does have, uh, the next two songs are like featurings. There's Ash Island and, um, G Chanel. Um, and then like a finishing song. The album kind of feels like an epilogue to her full album from last year, which was, very just her but a lot of singing it had like some more interesting backing tracks but it was like something you had to listen to as a whole block it was called she's fine um gotcha. and, but yeah it's it's i don't know it's just she's just in that introspective part of her career for sure hmm. um yeah that makes sense uh you know not my preferred thing you know especially as a non-album you know 
give me the catchiest song you can possibly give, you know? And I always think that Hayes has such a unique, um, she has a unique position in the Korean industry, you know? Um, and like, I prefer not this, but I totally understand what you're saying. I mean, you saying like, this is like their introspective, like part, you know, rather than the, you know, shut up and grow Angeli, don't know you, you know, that kind of thing, you know, like she's done uh, yeah, ballads yeah, before, yeah, right? Yeah. Like star is very badly, but like, this is a very different, I think, very self-analyzing type, which is not my thing, you know, not my thing. Yeah, this is like, uh, yeah, this is just definitely, probably the, definitely, probably, I love that, um, the lowest energy thing she's put out. Um, reminds me of like Heartfelt earlier, when we're putting out the four tracks and similar energy levels. Yeah, I get that. Um you know, yeah, with the album being called Lyricist, I'm sure a lot of it is, I'm sure a lot of it is in the lyrics, and I guarantee you there's a 70-year-old Asian-Korean man who's, like, singing the, the shit out of this in the karaoke room, you know, in the Autobahn room. Um, but really, you know, still not my thing. Still not my thing. Um, I, I know it. it's, I it. it's not, like... It's a little blasphemous in a way. Oh God, I just clicked on the music video again. Sorry, podcast listeners. But like, to be honest, like I haven't seen Hayes in a while, but when this music video started, like I didn't think this was Hayes, the music video. I, for some reason, I, did she like change her whole nose or am I crazy? Um, uh, <laughs> not that it matters. It doesn't matter per se to me, but like, I don't know. It just was like a very... Like, part of me was looking at this video and, like, in my head, like, the next video we were going to get from her was, like, a Lim Kim <laughs> You know, like, I don't know why I saw that prog- progression there, but, like, <sighs> there's something about, it's, a like, this red outfit and, like, now she's, like, shredding teddy bears and stuff. I'm like, oh, no, what's going to come next, you know? Um, and also, this is a music video that is says 1080p but is like filtered the like is fucking filtered as shit and it looks like a 320p uh, music video which i don't like and i don't want in my life um but uh all right well either way i i do think that you know i do also miss this kind of like upbeat r&b like kind of person but like Maybe she'll make it back there after this, you know. She's got to do what she's got to do, you know. Um, all right. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts you'd like to give Vagranesque before Soul? Yeah, definitely. Crazy? Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out. No, she's fucking so much fun. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, we can see a bit of a <laughs> live show with the dog. The video is out of sync with the audio, so oh. I'm in suspense. <laughs> it's all good. She's good. Uh, so good. Yeah. Um, we stand. We stand. Um, yeah, shout-outs to my abs mastermind. Seems like Gushy Galileo is the only one who's survived. <laughs> Lemon's internet is dead. 
Akio sounds like a robot and he flies is gone. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe today is just not um, the day. I don't, you know, maybe it's not the day. But it is it is the day um, for our first album showcase, which will be ha- happening about half an hour after this. If you can't join, of course, it will be in the Discord, the Watch Together room, or you can follow along at home. Uh, unfortunately, it is the Wonder Girls reboot, which we all love, but um, you are, Stephen, and we know how you feel about it. Um, but it is... <laughs> uh, Wonder Girls or not, it is genuinely the greatest... 80s tribute album of any language that I've ever heard. Um, it's not the kind of thing you get away with doing in English, I guess. Oh, in Western pop, just like there's like a song that's like, oh, this is Pet Shop Boys, this is Lionel Richie, this is an attempt at Cindy Lauper, although <laughs> we'll, we'll saucy. Um, so um, we've been teasing it throughout the week. Um, it is obviously it's a showcase because it's a full length album. Uh, we will be doing a battle again next time we do it. Um, but yeah, so join if you can after the show, half an hour afterwards. Um, hopefully Lemon can be there, but we'll see what happens. If not, um, you'll have the chance to vote on the album when you listen to it on your own time in the next week, and Lemon or I will be sharing the link for that throughout the week. And, uh, yeah, hope you join us. Awesome. Um, you know, I, I there's something about, like, I don't know, there's something, like, un... Like, as a Wonder Girls fan, just to put my my thoughts in context right like what always kind of weirded me out about this reboot was that like it it's very clearly a jyp album that he's like using the wonder girls as a mouthpiece and i felt that like i mean that's like a lot of producers in a nutshell right but like these four girls didn't even fucking grow you know they're some of them are probably born in the 90 in the 95s you know it's like i don't know i just felt it very uh ungenuine Especially when you took my Wonder Girls. Funny you mentioned that. Funny you mentioned that because um, I have the physical album, so I've been looking through it, um, you know, looking through the album credits and stuff. And it's actually only the title track that's written by JYP. He doesn't have credits on anything else. In fact, each of the tracks has at least one writing and one composition credit for one of the members. Um, And you can start hearing, oh, this is the Hartfield song. This is the Sunmi song. Like there's like the two Sunmi songs are in my opinion the best songs, um and yeah they they're like always paired with another producer uh, with mm-hmm. some exceptions um but yeah this was one of the things they pushed was that it was actually you know authored by the yeah by the by the members and as a result some of the beats are quite simple but um you know because they're like eighties and you know you just put the eighties flavor on it and it works so. Yeah, it's uh, but but yeah, I mean, I know you're a title track guy, and that one was written by JYP, like no input from the members. You know, I'm a very uh, distrusting person in general. You know, and it's like, I just don't believe a world. I just, I mean, I'm probably wrong, but I just don't believe a world where like those four girls got together and was like, "We're coming back, bitches." What kind of music do you want to do? And they were all like, fucking 80s. You know, like, I just don't, like, in my head, it's like JYP organized it, orchestrated it, set it up, got all the producers put together, you know, and it's like, it's cool that they, you know, allow the girls Look, I, some input, you know. Yeah. But I, I could get, be I wrong. Um, I could be totally wrong, but it's just my distrusting mind. I can just see JYP I, I, in his clear pants being like, <laughs> I'm going to make an 80s. I'm going <laughs> to fuck the Wonder Girls again. You know. Uh, 
No, I, re I remember you and Josh talking about it five years ago, like it was yesterday. And you're saying the words, no one likes the 80s. And I'm sitting there in my car being like, I like the 80s, Stephen. I wasn't even born there. I love that music. Um, so, you know, and it's, it's funny because uh, Eubin's the one who writes the most songs. And she's the one who, when she went solo, did like a really, really even more 80s song. So um, I, you know, at, at the start, I was also a bit hesitant. But um, over the last five years, revisiting this album, um, I am starting to believe a bit. Particularly, you can tell like, um, you know, for example, when Lim writes the songs, they're like the cringiest ones. And yeah, it's, it, it's just too coincidental. Otherwise, I think. Well, my favorite member was always you, Ben. Um, but that girl hasn't, that girl can't make a solo sound to save her goddamn life. So, uh, what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is, oh, it uh, is just that, that one with like the, it's just like Mad Max Road Warrior kind of thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> apparently she came out with a song totally three weeks it. ago. I didn't even know this. I don't want to listen. Do I want to listen to this? Probably not. It, it does look very eighties. I'm sure it, maybe this is the song that you're talking about. Um, it, it isn't. It's um. It was the one where it like it looked synth. It looked like a Far Cry um, the spinoff Blood Dragon. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, this one is like it looks very Austin Powersy. Is that eighties or is that seventies? Oh, that's that's seventies. Okay. Okay. Well, she's going even back in time. Maybe she's like the retro. That's yeah. it. <laughs> uh, maybe I just never really cared about. I mean, like I. Yeah, I, I wish I could talk to myself five years ago and be like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the 80s are great, are, are great. You can be inspired by the 80s. You don't need, we don't need the 80s again, you know? It's like, it's like uh, what am I trying to think of? It, you know, it's, it's kind of like when some Korean artists try, uh, like when uh, Jay Park starts rapping in English, I'm like, okay, well, if you're rapping in English, now you got to compare to all these English rappers and you're a trash fire, you know? And it's like, once you're starting doing super 80s retro stuff, it's like, well, well why don't I just listen to super 80s retro stuff? You know? Like, we don't need, we don't need the Wonder Girls to do it. Or do we? Find out in the okay. album showcase. Right? Oh, oh my goodness. I it up better myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll listen to it again. I don't know. I don't know. I'm scared. I don't want to. Um, but yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to. This isn't for you. <laughs> That's true. That's I'm, what I'm I love just, about y'all is so because y'all are doing it for each other. Y'all are doing it for the community. Um, so I really am thankful for you for doing all this hard work. Levin, of course, also for doing a lot of work. Um, I did like the whole, like the teasers and stuff that y'all putting out, like zoomed in pictures and having people like try to guess what it was about. Right. Um, that's really cool. Yeah, that's right. And a shout out to jump cut who just used superhuman jumps and logic to work it out somehow from the first two, which were the word, like the most vague teasers. I just couldn't believe it. <laughs> well, congratulations to jump cut. You have won nothing but the respect, um, from vagrant and lemon. So, um, but, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the hard work you put in. It's, I, I am very sorry that, uh, internet issues apparently are destroying, uh, the guaranteed watchers. Um, but, um, yeah, I hope, uh, other people do, do stay if they possibly can. Uh, maybe I'll pop in for a second. Um, but I do need to go somewhere in a little bit for dinner. Um, 
But yeah, I will talk to you next week and maybe we can get a recap of how it went and all that stuff. Oh, you'll get one whether you want one or not. <laughs> Just like the eighties music. Um, no. Uh yeah, <laughs> thank you. Uh for everything. Um and yeah, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you guys. No worries. Thank you for everything too, Stephen, and talk to you later. Bye bye. All right, that is it for uh, for a podcast. We got some live streaming issues, but you know that's how it goes. I want to thank everybody, of course, for tuning in. I want to thank Lemon, of course, although she wasn't here. Granger had to take the brunt of all of the uh, efforts, so I want to give an extra shout out to Granger for being amazing uh, Twitch mods um, today. I want to thank, of course, Shumka for running the Instagram and I guess for getting uh, that answer correctly for the uh, album showcase. Uh, thanks to Gachi Galileo uh, for all the wet noodle boys in the world and running uh, the Twitter. Um, huge shout outs to Ali Betwixt. Um, she made a new uh, logo that I've been using for the Discord, a circular logo. So thank you so much for that. As well as, of course, Lemon for helping with EssentialKpop.com. If you just want to see... Um, oh, I pulled myself into the wrong channel, man. My, my, uh, mouse skills are not great. Um, I want to thank, uh, yeah. If you want to know just what's been released, just go to essentialkpop.com and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in live. Thank you for all the subs and, and the cheers and all that good stuff. Ooh, I think that's going to be it. Thank y'all so much and talk to y'all next week. Bye.